0: Welcome to the forum, the show where we learn more about Husker fans, one fan at a time by asking the same four questions. I'm your host, Honky, and we are in a special spot here for the very first time right. ever. Uh, we are up in Minnesota, yeah. uh, up in Blaine, Minnesota, here in the basement of Vegas Jarr. Right. Uh, Vegas Jar and family have been amazing hosts already. Yeah. We ate uh, some very special runzes tonight, and mm-hmm. uh welcoming Vegas Jarrett to the forum. Yeah. Welcome,
1: yeah. Thanks, man. Love the show, been a big fan for a while. Uh got to golf with some of the guys today, I don't know if we call it golf, what we were doing out on the course, but we definitely played a round of golf. So it's a blast. Yeah, it's so fun to have you guys here. We've been looking forward to this for a year and I'm um, really looking forward to the next few days of celebrating Husker Nation and uh, hopefully pulling out a win
0: against the Gophers. Uh, Mac and I, and you can be watching all these on YouTube when you get done with this show. Uh, Mac and I uh, highlight our entire trip down here today. Mac's sitting behind me. We're watching, uh, actually he's watching this live behind us on how big is this tv 133 inches 138 not that we're you know not that size counts but That's right. uh dave is back here as well he'll be joining us after this uh because we'll be doing a minnesota game preview and kind of bet cast it's just going to seamlessly go through that so stick with us Redcasters. we're going to go through the first three questions of the fan form and it's just going to go right into uh the preview after that but uh Let's get started here, Jared. Right, uh, we've known each other for a long time on yeah. Twitter. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. You've been on the show. it been a blast. Let's get to the forum. Question number one, why are you a Husker fan?
1: Yeah, I'm one of the lucky few. I uh, got married into it. So I uh, met my wife. Uh, we both came to college here in Minnesota, a small Bible college here in Northwestern. Um, and we met. She's from Hickman, Nebraska, real close to where mm-hmm. you live. Yep. Um, and yeah, she took me back down there. It was in 95. We started dating. Went to my first game in 97, and I was just in awe. Like, I grew up a big UNLV running Rebels basketball fan back in the day when they would sell out every stadium, undefeated, just the best college basketball team ever, um, but never had gotten into college football. And then, yeah, she took me to a game. It was Iowa State, um, and it was, yeah, 97. And it was 21-0 in the blink of an eye. Amon Green returned to uh, kickoff for – touchdown we're in the iowa state section because that's the only way we could get uh tickets and i was just like in awe and the other really cool thing about this i'll never forget this that was the game after the matt davison catch, catch. oh sure and before the walkout instead of playing a video they played that catch oh, and the man. stadium went absolutely nuts i mean it still gives me chills thinking about how crazy that stadium got because the screen went dark and then you just heard the announcers, and then you saw Matt making that diving catch, and then they played Iowa State, and and it was just an absolute bloodbath. And of course, they went on to win the national title that year. And I was I was hooked. That was your
0: first game. That was that my you, very first game your ever. First yeah. Memorial Stadium. That's my, a good game.
1: My my, my this is an even better memory though. My first ever Memorial Stadium memory is 95. We went back for Easter. And at the time, you could just walk onto the field back then. I mean, mm-hmm. We just walked in the stadium. And I was running routes. And I put this on Twitter last year, this story. And a guy comes up to me and he's like, Hey, you want to catch a touchdown? I'm like, Yeah. So I, and I played receiver for a small college. I was not very good um, here in Minnesota. So I ran a little in route, caught a touchdown. Brooke Beringer was the guy who threw the pass. Oh, man. So, and it was about five days before he died. So oh, it was wow. really crazy because that was in April. So I went back and looked and it was like, Yeah, it was Easter weekend. And I think two weeks later is when he died in the plane crash. So oh, wow. that was my very first Memorial Stadium story. So, yeah, I didn't know it at the time, how big a moment that was, but really cool. And
0: yeah, that would have been April 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So
1: 96, 90. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I started date 95, 96 would have been the year that happened. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, we have Redcast Dave behind us. Mm-hmm. And it's something he said on the show from almost day one mm-hmm. was how important you know having these early memories mm-hmm. and like and big memories where yeah. fans come together and and it's about titles yeah. and big games and yeah. and how powerful those are yeah. and you're not the first to come on the show mm-hmm. and talk about you know being in there in 97 yeah, or yeah. 95 or yeah. I had my mom on a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and she's there from 70 and 71 yeah. watching Jerry Taggy to see those yeah. kinds of meaningful games yeah. it, it, you know it really does lead to something and yeah. I hope, with coach Rule starting here this year, I hope that, that the future of mm-hmm. Husker football is we have a lot more of those meaningful moments yeah. where the whole fan base can get behind. For sure, it.
1: Yeah. And my college roommate, Jason Schmidt, who's on Twitter too, diehard Nebraska fan. He was diehard since I've known him. So I told him I went to the game and I came back and I'm like, I'm a Husker fan for life, man. So <laughs> me and him have been buddies on that forever. So we talk probably weekly about the Huskers and uh, every game, every loss, kind of like you guys do with uh-huh. the Redcast. That's kind of our podcast. We text and stuff like that. So yeah, he's been a dear friend and he's a, he's a, Die, die hard Nebraska band, uh, been since he was born. So,
0: yeah. you know, that's that's a cool thing about Husker mm-hmm. Nation, too. Is there's not any difference between mm-hmm. anyone else out there doing what they do and what we do, right. other than we have a microphone right. in front yep. of us. Yeah, we were doing the same thing everyone else is. We mm-hmm. had a long text chain, and then producer Skip, who you golfed with yep. today and will be tomorrow, he was on that talking with Dave out there in China before, uh, you know, before the Iowa game in 2016. They're the ones that sat there and said, Well, we already are doing all the content, yeah. we're doing a you know uh, uh, the text chain here. It is. Mm-hmm. How do we put this together into a podcast? Yeah. And skips like I can do it. Yeah. And I think of all the podcasts, as many as there are out there for Husker mm-hmm. football, there could be thousands more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. and they'd be all interesting mm-hmm. ones to, to listen to. Yep. I also think um, it's kind of cool, Husker Nation. What a small world we are. Mm-hmm. I was talking with Steph when yeah. I got here tonight, and uh, you know our friends uh, Andy and, yeah. and Corinne Crazy. Weekly from from Hickman yeah. and Corinne, They're our godparents. Yeah. Of our and Child in our wedding, singing our yeah. wedding, uh-huh. and it's just like. It is a small world, but uh, Husker Nation, it goes far and wide. And we're going to find that out here in the next two days in Minnesota. For sure, There's going to be a lot of Husker fans up here. We're already starting to see them. So this is great. Let's go to question number two, Jer. What is your favorite Husker fan memory?
1: Yeah, um, I've got two of them. Um, The first one, they're both losses, unfortunately. But uh, (laughs) 2021, me and my daughter Brie were at the Michigan um, game. Mm -hmm. And that was just an unbelievable game. And I've got a video and I, I tweeted out way too much, but I don't care. Um, I was videoing right before I think it's just Is that how you say his Nick. name? Got the interception and yeah. returned it back to like the 13. And that that's the loudest I've ever heard a stadium anywhere. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And Nick on his podcast one time talked about that, that it's the loudest he's ever heard Memorial Stadium. Mm-hmm. And we were going nuts. And I've got my youngest daughter there, Bree, and we were just going crazy. And I honestly thought, we're winning this game and we're probably not winning another game or we're winning every game the rest of the year. But of course we lose in heartbreak fashion, but having that video and that moment was just unbelievable. And then the other moment is in 2017. I think, I think this is right. 2017. I had my daughter, other daughter, Emily there, we were playing Ohio state and we were getting (laughs) boat raced. (laughs) And Emily was the only one in section 38, still holding her balloon. And she looks (laughs) at me and says, dad, I know we're going to score a touchdown. And she held it all the way through halftime. And just after halftime, we finally scored a touchdown. And I just remember the whole section going nuts as this one little <laughs> woman raised up in the background. And I'm like, way to go, Emily. You believe we got it. <laughs> of course, we lost like 62 to seven or something like that. Yeah, still. but if it wasn't for Emily, it would have been a shutout. <laughs> exactly. So those two memories being with family. I mean, if you think like all-time highlights, I mean, Um, you know, the kick against Buffalo or against Colorado and then two's interception, that game was just unbelievable. And then obviously going to the game and then 97 when they win the national title. Mm. I mean, those are awesome memories too. But those two Mm. memories with family, they just, you know, they're imprinted on my heart forever. And I've got that video. I'll never delete that video of the interception. I I love
0: that because Mm. so many answers for all the right reasons. So many answers come back to that championship Mm. we won. And those are great. Those, As Davis said, those are meaningful Mm. moments that are important the greatest moments don't just have to yeah. be about a championship yeah, season sure. or that nine and four year mm-hmm. beating Colorado yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that season doesn't go down in the history right. of great mm-hmm. seasons. Yeah. We weren't 10 and yeah. two, 11, one undefeated, yeah. but it was important at that yeah. time. It beat a rival, yeah. a heated rival. And and how I, it finished. Yeah. I just remember great, great game. Yeah, and and I, I, like, I just
1: remember thinking I wanted to kill Pelini, sending the <laughs> kicker out I'm like 56 <laughs> yards. Are you nuts? Like just go for it. on down. What are we doing here? And, of course, he just drilled it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, it was just one of those draw-drop moments. So it was just amazing.
0: My co-worker, Carl, uh, was a writer for the Journal Star at the time, okay. and the sports writer. And he was doing uh, wrestling, mm-hmm. the wrestling beat. Yep. And he was in the Coliseum, wow. you know, about yeah. 100 yep. yards away. Mm-hmm. And that was about 30 minutes before yeah. the, the wrestling yeah. uh, meet that was going to start. Yeah. And he said he's inside the Coliseum yeah. and he could hear the roar wow. and the flags that were hanging yeah. from the top of the, the rafters yeah. started swaying. Yeah. A hundred yards That's away crazy. because of how crazy yeah. that was. And you talked about how crazy the stadium was against Michigan. You talked yeah. about how crazy it was yeah. against Colorado. Mm-hmm. And these are t- these are seasons when yeah. we weren't we didn't have a winning record yeah. against Michigan. Mm-hmm. And the Colorado year, like I said, yeah. that was that was we were yeah. seven and four at that moment. And yet, how crazy that yeah. stadium was! Yeah. How do you? What do you think? You're on Twitter with yeah. me when you see these like polls. People just mm-hmm. have to create content. Yeah. And I get yep. it, but people say, you know, the the ten toughest stadiums yeah. or the you know the ten this yeah. or ten that. And every time I look at that with Nebraska, yeah. or the ten best jobs yeah. and Nebraska, you know, Nebraska's not as good a mm-hmm. job as this place yeah. or that place. I'm like, you have unbelievable resources. Right. You have a fan base that will show up whether you are mm-hmm. one in eleven or eleven in one. Yeah. I used to worry about that when I was in college and we mm-hmm. lost one home game in yeah. my five years. I used to wonder about, like, are we really the best fans in yeah. college football? We say we are, mm-hmm. but we win all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm more proud now. For sure. That's
1: what we have yeah. like this weekend. It's funny you say that because last night, Husker Jim, Jim in Minnesota, uh-huh. we were tw- texting each other back and forth. Uh, last night on the Big Ten Network was Scott Frost's first win, and he was 0-6, oh, and man. it was against the Gophers, Yep, and he beat the Gophers. And what he said in the press conference, and I sent it to Jim, was, He's like, every fan stayed here to see my first win. And we were 0-6, you know, and yep. we beat Minnesota. And nobody left stay because they all wanted to give him a standing ovation. And, you know, obviously it didn't turn out great for Scott Frost. But <laughs> it just, yeah, the passion of, and I'm not going to get on my soapbox with Minnesota fans, but that's what I love about Nebraska is even yeah. when we are awful, the stadium is sold out. Even mm-hmm. when we're at our lowest the passion, these podcasts. And I mean, i texted you when no. we were in the depths of the frost era. I was telling you, guys can't quit this podcast. We can't let apathy. Well, Matt
0: quit, but yeah, right. oh, yeah, okay. yeah. we will, we will yeah. talk about that. The guy right behind but, it, but that's, that's a separate, but
1: story. you know, it's just, everybody <laughs> keeps going. i talked about yeah. the, I think it's Husker podcast. So I've talked with them about that. It's like, uh-huh. it's really hard. I'm sure for you guys to, after every loss to come on here and break it down and do that. But there's so many people that still want to, it's medicine for us to get through the week and to get, our glasses of Kool-Aid filled up for the next one, but yeah, no matter what's going on in Husker Nation, there everybody shows up, everybody cheers, and they want that team. They want the best for that team, and win or lose, they're there for them, and I love that. It's just one of my favorite things. So
0: yeah, well, that is that is part of being a Husker yep, fan, there for
1: sure. And you know, a <laughs> thick and
0: thin. <laughs> and it's interesting. We are in the perfect place of this. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is the one example, and I think it's a legit example mm-hmm. of a blue blood that fell from yeah, the ranks for sure. Okay. And people like to to rise and mm-hmm. fall with blue bloods yeah. all the time. And I love the blue blood list yeah. that Brett Sciencia Pixx mm-hmm. previews does every year. Hundreds of thousands of votes yeah. that come in on Twitter, and it doesn't change very much. Mm-hmm. And Nebraska is still yeah. part of it. People, oh my gosh, they yeah. haven't been to a bowl in six yeah. seasons and all that. That's not what a blue blood's about. A blue blood, yeah. it, it takes a lot yeah. and a long time. Yeah. Minnesota is one example yeah. of where it did drop off, yeah. and it dropped off because of thirty years of bad football. Yeah on top of a fan base that gave up yeah that stopped showing up yeah and there's a lot of reasons people yeah. can say why they mm-hmm. stopped showing up they yeah. built a different stadium they yeah. obviously the vikings joined it, yeah. all those things but nebraska football to your point mm-hmm. I, I i just keep that that feeling inside that as long as this fan base yeah. doesn't quit on it
1: yeah
0: i think we're gonna yeah. be here and i know
1: a lot of, i just preface this because i've got a lot of gopher fans that are probably watching this that are dear friends there are some really good gopher fans yeah. but the the problem is is like in 2000 was it 19 when they had such a good year, the stadium is filled with a bunch of people that didn't even know there was a football program for probably the last 20 years, but yeah. they jump on the bandwagon and stuff like that. And so they talk trash. And all that. So that's what drives me and Jim nuts being here in Minnesota, but they have, they do have some very loyal yeah. fans and um, you're going to get to meet a lot of great people. As you guys go to the game this weekend, they, they they'll do a good job down there, but yeah, it's that that's one of those things you look at that and obviously they what like, last three time champion, right. And George is going for it this year, but Minnesota was the last team to do yeah. that. And, like, the fans have just come, kind of forgotten about them. I know it was, a, you know, 50, 60 years ago, but still it's pretty crazy how fast that fell off. And, I mean, 30 years of being, mm-hmm. a, you know, not a blue blood anymore.
0: Yeah. Um, well, well, we're going to the game. The Redcast is. We have, I think, 11 tickets, yeah, Skip said. And our eleven tickets are all in the Minnesota section, which is great for a gold out game because yep. <laughs> this is going to look like a San Francisco forty nine er gold out because there's going to be a lot of red yeah, sitting in there. Exactly. Uh, and I, you know, we'll have 10 11 right in the middle yep. of a section, so that's great. Before we get to question three, I yeah. want to highlight this and this this hat here. Anyone that follows uh, Vegas Jer on Twitter, I, Vegas Jer <laughs> has left, his, still following his, me. <laughs> his, he has made, but this is the, yeah. this is the right way to use Twitter, mm-hmm. in my opinion. He yeah. has he has made a personal mission yeah. to get us uh, with the, with the, the, uh, the chair, broken chair, or whatever it is. It's a yeah. broken chair trophy, mm-hmm. the charity that they do, which is team Jack yeah. against a, a wonderful charity here in Minnesota yep. as well. Yep. Uh, both great charities, yep. but money that you can dedicate to it. And mm-hmm. so we, uh, the, the Redcast has, yeah. has donated money awesome. as well. Vegas chair. And, right now what's the latest have you seen i haven't
1: seen i didn't check today because i've been golfing with you guys but um i know both teams are over ten thousand. which you think about that that's just incredible i mean ten thousand dollars going to two one for kids cancer the other ones for childhood cancer to defeat that so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's awesome and you know i i really got on board last year with it when i started to think about and just looking at my own girls and i put that tweet out there a couple of days ago of why i'm so passionate about it's like if you've got kids and They're healthy, man. We are so blessed. Right. You think about all the kids that aren't in that situation and um, you know, they need help and some of those families don't have any money to provide that health care. And you got team Jack, you've got, you know, uh, I I don't, I honestly, I can't think of the Gopher one. It's Masonic children Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Um, But yeah, just, I don't care which side you're on. I don't even care if you're a Husker fan to give to the Gophers, who cares? Mm -hmm. Just donate. I mean, most of us are so blessed. Um, we live in a country where we have more means than we know what to do with. And, um, we just have an ability to make a difference and I want to win the football game, but I'll be yeah. honest, I really want to win the charity giving. So yeah. I think that's a bigger Testament for Husker fans, if we can pull that off. So yeah, go to the link. I think they just put it up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you click on that. I mean, every dollar matters, five, 10, one, 10,000, 10, whatever you guys can get. <laughs> I mean, it makes a big difference. So, um, yeah, we definitely tried to do our best with that. And team Jacks a great great charity and we all remember you know little jack running down the field in the spring game for a touchdown how awesome that was that's one of those great memories right
0: rob thank you for posting that keep that up for a few minutes if you would that that's a great link thank you rob um you know it's about paying it forward Mm -hmm. too one of the reasons we're down here right now is because a year ago you put up a uh, kind of a little Mm -hmm. bit of a offer to to get people to to, uh, throw some money at it Mm -hmm. and and uh, we did last yeah. year, and we won the offer. Yeah, I don't know if that's because awesome. you knew yeah, us, but no, the great. offer was to, to golf at the TPC. Yeah, I did not draw it. Team Jack did. Team so Jack yeah. drew it yeah. for him, but it was hit, you yeah. know, he uh, he offered a, a couple spots at yeah. it, which has now turned into a three spots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be happier. Producer Skip, uh, Redcast Dave, Redcast Rob are golfing tomorrow at the TPC Club with uh, with Vegas Chair Mac, and I will be downtown and mm-hmm. doing the 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 normal Aura Day yeah. kind of football stuff that we do mm-hmm. uh, the day before. Okay, looks like we are up to $12, Awesome. $12,482 of that's a $15,000 goal. So, so that's $2,500 more. Well more. Or more. We can so keep going. To pay it that's forward. Awesome. To pay it forward, $200 was what I think we gave last yep. year and and yep. you gave us this thing. Yep. So we we it was amazing what we got mm-hmm. from you a year yep. ago. Now we'd like to do something. We uh, were selected from the money that we put in this year. The chair trophy just announced that the uh, they are doing it they gave us a $50 gift card to uh, like a oh a code yeah. to home team yep. uh, so home team apparel any redcasters out there between now and this time tomorrow night uh, by the end of Wednesday if you give more than $50 so you can just give 50 but if you give anything more than $50 and you put redcast in the name we'll do a little drawing out of that and we will give you that code to home team and it's a, it's college football college uh, apparel yeah. And you'll have $50 to it. So if you put 50 in and you win it, you'll basically break yeah. even. If you give a hundred, 200, 300, we'd appreciate it mm-hmm. all the more, but let's get us over 15,000. Sure. And uh, that's, that's our way. Yeah. We don't always have the exact same means you do, no, Jared, no, that's but, fine. but we have yeah. some amazing means and we have some amazing redcasters yeah. out there. Please let's give to that. for sure. Let's get to question number all three. Right. Who are your all time favorite Huskers? Oh man, this is going to be a hard one. Um,
1: I'll kind of give you a a few. Um, I'll be honest with you. One of my favorites is Adrian Martinez. And I know that probably catch a lot of people off guard, but he really is. Uh Um, I think what he went through and how he honestly how he handled himself through it all. I mean, he was such an up class. I mean, he could have quit. He could have, you know, thrown people under the bus and he never did. He's just kind of a stand up guy. So I really liked him. I was at his first game and I was convinced that dude was going to win a Heisman. I mean, watching him against Colorado that first game, I was like, this kid is so lights out and so unbelievable. So um, if I go back in time and I think about my all time favorite, um, I probably would go with Sue or with Scott Frost, to be honest, because again, first game I ever went to, he was quarterback and he ended up leading them to a championship and I love that. And then i green. He was just incredible too. So there's so many, I mean, the defenses or, you know, Christian Peter, all those guys were just uh, awesome. But um, and then, yeah, some of the special team guys I love to uh, oh Alex Henry. Yeah. Loved him. You know, I thought he was just a stud. But yeah, just so many of them. And yeah, I think those are kind of the, the ones that jump out to me. And I know Adrian mm-hmm. Martinez is a polarizing figure, but man, I love that kid.
0: And, and you know, I think he'll be less of a polarizing yeah. figure as time goes mm-hmm. on. I think people recognize I think he did himself well yeah. going to K State yeah. and having a yeah. successful season until the injury happened with him. But I think people recognize um, kind of situation that he was in there and, and that
1: I'm sorry, I'm lappy because he put up that I named my dog Frosty, yeah, which is true. I thought he would be our coach for 30 years, so I named <laughs> my 14 my dog. I thought would live 14 years after him, but yeah. Well, he has a puppy. still love Frosty. He has a puppy Right named- here. Here's Frosty, right here.
0: <laughs> years, right. He has a yeah. he has a puppy. Yeah. Right, yeah, he has a puppy named Ruly. So, yeah, yeah, right, so. Yeah. Um, no, I think those are some interesting guys. Yeah. And a player like um, Henry too, mm-hmm. where a guy could be transformative at a position. Mm-hmm. Sue yeah. was yeah. generational, oh, right? I hadn't seen a player on yeah. the D line like Sue. When it was a joke, yeah. so. I mean Reggie White was the last guy I thought yeah. that could do what Sue mm-hmm. did on the D line. Yeah. But Henry was so good because he was clutch yeah. as a kicker. Yeah. But then he was the punter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he had a great fake yeah. punt against. I think it was yeah. Oklahoma State. And, he, and I
1: think he got a, a black shirt the last game. Yes, then he get a black that... shirt, which was awesome to think a kicker <laughs> got a black shirt. That was so great.
0: And then all of us went to the yeah. um, to the the well both of the games that were at Jerry World, the uh, yeah. two Big, yep. big Twelve child games. Yep. But the the stupid last one, the last game mm-hmm. against Oklahoma, where he his first kick he made one from like fifty some yeah. yards and it went over the top yeah. of them. Yep. Of the uh yeah. gopost and we couldn't figure out a way we kept getting sacked or doing mm-hmm. stupid things. And we, yeah. we kept, kept getting, getting in them into range, we found our way to get out <laughs> of Alex Henry's that's range cool. to lose yeah. a, a three point yeah. game. So, he was awesome. you know, I think maybe that's something to learn from this <laughs> season yeah. as we move forward, as we talk about yeah. this season, is how important. Yeah, yeah well, we is. got a
1: good one. I mean, that freshman yes. kicker, I watched that state title game last year, I was in Nebraska, that was right before or. Was that right after the Iowa game? Oh, right yeah, when before. you came down and. and no, did it. it was the week of that game. Mm-hmm. And we watched that. And I was watching this kid kick. And I'm like, how has this kid not got a scholarship from every country or every school in the country? This mm-hmm. kid's unbelievable. So, yeah, he's a, he's a stud.
0: Well, we're going to do something a little different here. I'm putting up question four. How do you think the Huskers will do this year? And we're not going to do it this way yep. here um, because we've, we've got quite a show that we still want to do. Yep. And we're going to talk about. I think, Husker football mm-hmm. this season, this week. But what we're doing is we're going to bring on the other guys, Redcast Dave, we're going to bring on Skip, we're going to bring on Redcast Rob, and we're going to do kind of a bet cast that they've done in the past, but also a Minnesota game preview. And
2: I'm going to ask Jared to stay
0: on. Redcast?
2: Red we're,
0: we're, we're doing this. Well, house. yes,
1: Jared's staying He's on.
2: Redcast. Jared's
1: stay. So, Jared, of course, I'm Jared's surprised Redcast Red Rob's here. I thought he'd still be looking for
0: golf balls. Yeah. <laughs> the way he was hitting them today. So. Now, now, before, before we start, though, I do want to. Too wanna, soon? Too soon? Before we start, I do want to show one other thing. Would you highlight Jared? That yeah. we actually have two Jers on the. Uh, <laughs> this <one laughs> is my, three.
1: this is my COVID fan poster that I paid for to be in the stadium, uh, and then yeah, that you could uh, have it sent to you. And so I had it sent to me, and yeah,
2: I had mine sent to.
1: Uh, and uh, I have that corn shirt. I'll be wearing this corn shirt to the tailgating on uh, Thursday, so we'll be out there in full fledged Frosty won't be there, but Frost <laughs> or Frosty, my
2: version of that was. Is, is- Located
0: behind Honky with a yeah you pro- I bet nobody can hear did you from guys, all the way back there.
1: Sorry, real quick. Did any guys ever see when that was going on? That entire section of Saint Bernards they had in Memorial Stadium. Oh yes it was like yeah. fifty Saint Bernards. It was the somebody paid for them all like that's so well, cool. You
0: mentioned the tailgate. I want to yeah. show this real quick as well. Yeah, that we have the uh eight thirty one crossover game day preview. Any okay now, Rob. If we want to take that off the uh, donate now, please. Oh. Uh, the 8:31 crossover game day preview from noon to 3 p.m. live at Lions Pub, which is the Nebraska Husker awesome watch players. bar. Uh, we're doing a crossover with the No Block No Rock guys, so that's going to be on the game day. Come on down if you're in the Minnesota area, Minneapolis area. Come on down for that game. But uh, fellas, Dave, Skip, Rob, come on down here. We're gonna I'm gonna push the button and we're gonna get you guys over to doing the preview of Minnesota and kind of a modified betcast starting now. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast, the Husker fan sports show. When the ethos of who we are matches the legacy of what came before us, then we can build the legacy that comes after us.
3: I eat
2: difficult conversations for breakfast.
3: Welcome to the Go Big Redcast. I'm your host, David Gasserus, and I'm with Redcast Rob.
2: Well, I would just like to extend my. Full gratitude here to uh, to Jer, Vegas Jer. Did you bring is, it a uh, name, Rob? No, I'm trying to. I <laughs> Are you nervous? I like almost you, did his, I almost first it. First time on the show. Well, I called Skip Chip earlier, so it's, I mean, yeah, it's true. It's yeah. A, I just this. I'm so nervous sometimes. I put my hands under my arms like this it's, and then.
1: Sure, drink some whiskey. Um,
3: relax. Yeah, that's it. All right, All right that was his hot take. I'm also with producer Skip.
4: Boy, I forgot about the hot take thing. Even though I used the Heidi Ho six years good. ago. Hey, great to be in Minnesota. And Vegas Jer,
3: who is very comfortable because he's already been on the show
1: with Honky. That's right. Yeah, glad to be here. There's no oars. There's no boats in this house. Just Kool Aid and lots of fun and Spotty Cow and spotty oh, town lots no. of spotty account. Oh, and
3: it's irish whiskey irish. irish whiskey and so yeah. tonight's show might get kind of interesting now the launch of the betcast which was kind of a spin-off. i don't know where we're actually going to do with the betcast this year but bring it really, back but well biggest you're, you're one of the biggest like Absolutely. fans of the betcast and you you actually had a guest spot you would you would text us or email us and we'd actually read off your mm-hmm. spot and you you probably beat us on most <laughs> most weeks I, I can't say that maybe that's why we're <laughs> not for certain how we're going to do the podcast going forward. We're not that good, but we do have producer Skip here who who loves a little bit of the gambling. Dabble, I you
0: dabble oh, in too it much?
3: Too little, much. little too much. Um, we'll just talk about units here. We're not talking about actual dollars. We have no idea how much people actually spend here, but we'll talk a little bit about season uh, win totals. That's the futures market, which is can be lucrative if you can do your research. Yeah. And, uh, you know, take a deep dive into that. We'll do a little bit of week one stuff here in uh, Nebraska, Minnesota preview.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um,
3: before we get started, though,
2: I do have a couple of things that I want to I want to get off my chest here. And one is, uh, oh, God.
3: Re- well, no,
2: I again, I think I think you here multiple times, but, you know, we've got some cool stuff going on. We have all this red cast We have all kinds of Nebraska gear in the house. Uh, most. Alumni Hall, I've got like, I'll be wearing my shirts all week. There's two locations in Lincoln. Um, We've said a million times where they're at and don't expect me right now after a few drinks to remember where they are. But I know that uh, they are in like South Point Pavilions and also in downtown Lincoln. Um, I also want to give a shout out to the uh, Big Red of the Rockies. We'll be attending that event almost just like a week from now. Tommy Frazier is going to be there. Um, Adam Carrick is going to be there. There's going to be some other uh, former players. It's going to be a great event. I think it's sold out, but it's the night before the Boulder game. We're all going to we're all going to go attend this event. Um, Rob, where is that at again? It is in Estes Park. Estes
4: Park. Estes Park.
2: Park. Is that That in the mountains? Well, uh, I mean, technically, most of Colorado is in the mountains. So, but fun fact, it's where
4: many scenes of Dumb and Dumber were shot. Many scenes of Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Yeah, the Stanley Hotel. Hotel.
2: Correct. And uh, so that'll be fun. They're serving prime rib and salmon and. You know, we're we're gonna have a good time and and there's gonna be a bar there. So I know that uh we'll probably be having a good time and then we'll be attending the boulder game the next week. And let's next see day. who else next day. God, well I would say next week we'll be attending, but again, Irish whiskey. That's all right. Um who what else am I forgetting? I is that enough advertising? I think so. Have you sold is enough, that enough? Things? I, I don't know
0: things. I don't know. I, I don't know, Dave. Already
2: it's already sold out. So we did our job and, and Gary there at um Gary Michaels Clothiers in Lincoln, uh who now has some great NIL deals with some players. Uh thank you oh, so cool. much for, for sending us some tickets. I believe uh Jeff Sims is one of the deals that nice we have. Uh, and so anytime He's you see Jeff Sims, Gary he, he is. Um J- Gary Michaels. Has, Gary Gary Michaels has been uh, clothing the coaches that for years. True. Yeah. Um, And so anytime you see him at press conferences wearing suits, he's the one providing them. <laughs> but now Jeff Sims actually came to him and was like, man, I just want to look good. And nice. So they have a deal going on with cool. that as well. So very cool stuff. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll shut up now for a minute. Well, actually, I think, aren't I going to be the one doing the hosting tonight? Isn't that kind of what we're going to do? And do and talk let's
3: about let's because... start. I'll, I'll hand it off to you. I'll run, give you the rundown of what we're okay. doing. Uh, season win totals. Okay, um, and then we'll go to just uh, week one uh, best bets, and then focus on Minnesota. Nebraska. Okay, and the way we're going to do this too is you guys are going to pick a couple teams, and
2: maybe you can pick some teams too with over/under yeah. kind of stuff. I'm yeah. not into that so much this year. I just want to see Nebraska win, and so that's kind of where I'm sitting You're on this. On so much
3: Kool Aid, You can't
2: focus on. Well, tonight's Kool Aid tastes like Irish whiskey, but yes. Um, so oh, I will. No. I will host. A, and and that being said, oh, why like, don't we yes. start with uh some season over under win totals and skip. Um, I think that you've been kind of looking at this. Are there some teams in the Big Ten that you are looking at with over unders? Well? well,
4: absolutely, <laughs> Rob. <wrong. laughs>
3: have I got some
4: tips for you? Do you, have,
3: do you have a do you have a 800 numbers? Oh, you call 1
4: 800 gambler. If you've got a gambling problem, take at 1 800 gambler.
3: This is why uh, we love having, I skip. do
4: love betting season win totals over and under. There's a lot of volatility in the market, though. Mm -hmm. And if you're betting them this late in the game, I want to warn you, there's been a lot of movements. Mm -hmm. For example, things I was looking to bet two weeks ago, uh, let's say an over-under wins of 7.5 are already to 7. Minnesota being one of those examples I was looking to bet the under, their season win total was 7.5, but now it is 7 across the board. So I don't like...
0: I don't really want to
4: dabble in that as much anymore. So you got to learn to stay away from a hip tip you get or any inside uh, numbers you get maybe two, three weeks ago. I've been slow to the game to act on some of these. Um, So just remember that when you bet, there's a lot of movement and stuff. For example, I did because a, a homer pick, I'll always do it. I bet Nebraska over six wins. And that was back when it was minus 130. It's minus 150 now. <clears throat> so it, it's a much less number. And for those novices at home, they don't understand. That means a lot of people have been betting that over. Um, so the juice is getting a little larger. You got to bet 150 to 100 now instead of 130 to 100. So, so yeah, exactly. So the 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 profit is gone down. But yes,
3: then, you might be able to still find the bet there, the amount. Right? You so have to so pay. You to you still win. like a number, you're gonna have to pay more to win. Sure. It. But if you feel it's a good bet. So
4: some things I did bet, you know, obviously my alma mater, Colorado State, is a great example. I bet that. One of the hottest bets of the season. Uh, yeah, so now some people were jumping on that. It was uh, over four and a half wins. It is now five minimum you can find anywhere. Yep. But I got a four and a half. So um, I'm there's some things I would share, but then I won't anymore. But I one of them that's still out there you can get that I would say is my best is Michigan. Over ten and a half, so essentially you need them to go eleven and one, which I don't need to get that deep into the woods. But they're an awesome We're team. We're going to
3: dive into the woods. Um, Lake of the Woods.
4: <laughs> uh, go look for my ball. But really, boss, their schedule is, is. Yes. cakewalk. Is a cakewalk, especially the non-conferences. Everybody knows. Uh, I'm sure they might drop all three now that Jim Harbaugh won't be coaching the non-conference. Right? Is that <laughs> how directional
1: Michigan's going to knock yeah. them off?
4: Um, so I, I think mm-hmm. there's two tough games on their schedule. One is at home and that's Ohio State, one's on the road and that's Penn State. Mm-hmm. They go one and one in that and they win everything else, which they should pretty much easily win everything out. Uh, everything else, they'll go 11 and one and you're gonna hit that. Uh, you can still get that at minus 130 on most sites. Um, they're just one of the deepest teams. Uh, they can sustain injuries on the offensive defensive line like no other teams can right. Like, you get a great defensive line team like Illinois. They lose one of their stud NFL True. caliber defensive linemen. Then you're a little worried. But uh, Michigan can plug in five stars right after that. There's even talk in their camp that they're trying to set, like, uh, the NFL record for most draft picks. I so much school this year. They're, they're already saying. Uh, so that's an easy uh, win total pick I like from the Big Ten right now.
2: And, and if anyone's trying to question what's going on here with Skip, too, and, and you wonder, like, where is knowledge, of, He is running these, like, bet, betting lines off the top of his head. He's not just, like, looking at anything, reading them off anything right mm-hmm. now. He's literally reading those off the top of his head. Dave. Yo. You, got, you got some you like. you got you got some over unders that
3: you're really looking at. Yeah, well, I like what skips at. Colorado State has been one of the hotter picks, you know. Um, Louisville has been one now. I mean again, that's probably moving the market. I don't know where it's at right now, but uh, the over under was probably around eight or so. Very manageable schedule there and Jeff Brom goes down. He gets uh, Jack Plummer who actually transferred away from Purdue. To Cal, I think now he's there. He knows that offense, um, manageable schedule, Louisville. Oklahoma State is another one that a lot of folks have uh, thought it can go over six and a half. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, to, to Skip's point, there's a couple of higher, higher ranked teams, like Florida State's one where you still probably have uh, over under at nine and a half, plus or minus there. And if you think Florida State can, um, uh, similar to what um, Brett Sianci had pre- Six, six previous things can win the ACC. I mean, they're gonna gonna win ten games. Doesn't right? have so
2: him in the uh, national? championship. They have him in the playoffs. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, get national championship uh, runs. So, Jer, now, again, we are in Minnesota right now, so none of us are mm-hmm. making any bets while in Minnesota. Again, it's not legal here, it, it, and so we don't want to... Has it been a topic of conversation? To,
1: it's been a topic, but it has not been approved.
2: So oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, so we don't want to We don't want to condone anything that is not legal here mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Again, the Redcast, we make Dave, Skip and myself, we, we make all of our bets in Colorado. Mm-hmm. We were in the airport today actually placing some bets in the airport five minutes before we boarded the plane, on the plane. and actually skip was making bets on the plane. I, I was sitting next to him and he was literally <laughs> making bets on the plane and I'm texting Jer like yeah. anything last minute you want, but Jer, you go to Vegas quite frequently, mm-hmm. quite frequently with yeah. your wife,
1: right? Uh, nope. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> she has gone with me to see my family, but yeah, okay. I go about three times a year. Um, I go out for March madness. That's the big one. Um, then I go out one time in the summer to kind of get my college football um preseason bets in and then we do a football weekend in the fall. Um I typically try to do that on a bye week for Nebraska so I don't have to be torn if I have to bet against or for them. So
2: we might have to try and make that like a weekend yeah. a, Raider game we yes. a game or something and we go to together. Sure. Yeah. So so I mean you obviously you're in the know. You know mm-hmm. what's going on. You and I have been texting back and forth here right. for the last 6 months about about this stuff. Talk about some games, I mean, maybe some teams that these guys haven't mentioned yeah. that, that you're looking at with that where you think it's, it's yeah.
0: you know, sure. Well, I
1: love his Louisville one. I love the over and the Louisville. I think they have a very easy schedule, so that was one I really agree with. Um, I like USC under.
0: Um, I don't <laughs> think
1: their defense is very good. If you saw them the other yep. night, San Jose State basically moved at will on that defense. I think that they're going to have their hands full with Utah, Oregon, and Washington. Um, so I would like the under on USC. I Kind of lean the opposite of skip. I, if, if Gophers are at seven, I think I'd bet the under on that now. Um, uh, their schedule is brutal. Um, mm-hmm. and if by chance Nebraska wins this game on Thursday, I mean, they are in real trouble to try to get to seven. So they've got North Carolina, I think they have Michigan and Ohio State on their schedule mm-hmm. this year. Um, so they have got a brutal schedule. For the record, yeah, I still bet the under minus okay, seven. Okay, <laughs> I was too slow to it. And gotcha. seven and a half was dropped. Okay, got so I didn't bet as much as I would have. Yeah. Seven, but I'm still and, going. And in <laughs> Vegas, it's six and a half actually. So in right. Vegas is less than that. So to get seven, I would have. How long did that? So this was seven, it
4: was still seven yesterday yeah. on the sports books wow. like DraftKings, FanDuel. Okay. Gotcha. We want your sponsorship if you're listening. Yeah, uh, in Colorado, and, you
1: got, and there's so. that's another really fascinating thing is like if you make your bets in Council Bluffs, ever the odds there on Nebraska are so different than what you get in Vegas because of all the Nebraska money that shows sure. in there. Sure, that's sure. really interesting. That's to, really interesting. So whenever I make, yeah, way. whenever I make a bet, I usually will either call a buddy in Vegas and say, Hey, are you happening to bet? Cause I would never do it over the phone. You know, I would never do that. I would call and ask him if he is, and then just say, Hey, you should cause the lines are a lot better there. Um, but yeah, there's things like that. I, ne- I think another one I really like is the Michigan one. He talks about yeah, say, hey, you that's a, <laughs> <laughs> I just heard myself talking in the background. Um, that's a really, really good bet. I think that I can't remember what Georgia, Georgia was similar to that too. Yeah. Um, with their line that basically if you, if you think they're going to make the college football playoffs, you might yeah. as well bet them because they're going over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think those are a couple of the ones that I like. But yeah, some of those smaller conferences are some of the better ones I like to bet. The last two years, my favorite bet in the world has been the under for Michigan State. I haven't really looked at it this year, but like mm-hmm. last like year, coming after a right year, now. they were like eight wins. I'm like, there is no way that team is winning eight wins. And me and some Michigan State fans were going back and forth and. They, I think, they won four games, or whatever. It was so far under, it was just the easiest bet I've made in a long time. So, it was one of those rocking chair bets. So,
2: one of the things that you were talking about too with the USC mm-hmm. game, um, I actually bet the under at 66 the other night because I expected their defense to be better. Yep. I figured you know they might put up like 45, <laughs> 50 points, and there's no way yeah. San Jose State's going to put up more than two touchdowns, mm-hmm. right. And they ended up putting up 28, screwed yeah. me on that whole thing, kind of screwed up a few other things that I did with round Robbins and whatnot. Um, I would say that's and, a really good bet and, this
1: year is the over in every yeah, and so game. But
2: I was going <laughs> to say, if the over under is anything below 70, yeah. you go bet the over. Yeah, I would say you're gonna bet. Yeah, because they're going to put points
3: up. They're just going to allow the other team to put up a I, lot of points. Rob, out. this is a good chance to talk about the, the clock um, mm-hmm. changes. Absolutely. And how um, that the clock's going to stop until uh, it lasts, it's the last mm-hmm. two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more like NFL rules, right, Skip? And so I imagine unders might be trending at least initially. Is that fair to say?
4: I mean, Vegas is really smart. as you yeah, know. The they, they've, they've already factored that in. Yeah. I've got to put one over on them. Mm-hmm. But this is the time if you're going to do now it. it you so jump now, ahead. first two weeks until they can adjust yeah. the line. So many, many of the coaches I heard were saying, they think they're going to lose anywhere in the wheelhouse of six to seven plays a game. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So if you're getting that from both sides of the ball, yep. it's 14 plays. I mean, you know, like that—that's a significant shot. That's a possession. That's a field goal. That's to a, your
3: point. The, the book bookmakers—they've book, already they, done that. They've
4: tried and to they've tried to estimate. estimate. You know, but you—you know—you never know. Sure. Uh, they have, look have look to good. adjust things on the fly. So those mm-hmm. lines are going to be sharper yep. after week. Four, five, and six. Yep. So if you really think there's um, vulnerability in that market, like now's the time to do it and bet mm-hmm. those under. So if you're, I would say, if you're ever questioning an under, first two weeks is your, yeah, you, is going to be your safest yep. point to take it because mm-hmm. that line has probably not been adjusted. So, so,
2: so an interesting question here, then I guess, because since this is kind of what I'm doing tonight, how, how much do you look at teams that run the ball more than say passing, right? Because the clock is going to keep running more with a running team than like say a passing team, where if a drop pass, it's going to stop the clock more often. Right. So, how are you how how are you look at that if you're trying to place bets with the over under or well, anything
4: like if that? If you're talking like a classic running school like Air Force, Navy, like the, yeah. those unders mm-hmm. were already so low. They
2: already, like, yeah. Or I even yeah. Iowa, I mean, they run the ball a lot.
4: But if Nebraska like, would just run the damn ball like honky bones, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna see some lower totals just because you're just eating up the clock much but, more. But, more than, but this could potentially impact
3: uh passing teams differently though, to Rob's point. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I mean you're running the ball, that's going to neutralize that impact, yeah, right? Sure. But if, so you know, running teams. the
4: Big Twelve, for example,
1: sure.
4: Pass Happy League. Yep, those games would pass go 12, four too. hours and forty-five minutes yep. to five hours yep. because of these clocks. Yep. All the, these teams are putting up fifty-two pass attempts a game mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. I think like a conference like the Big Twelve is going to be the biggest one, but they already had very high mm-hmm. uh, overs, so, yeah. over unders, yeah. uh, point totals it classically sure. um, when you would take these teams in the past few years. Yep. So it will be interesting to see what some of these lines are like when they start playing each other. How Here's a the question try. for you, to
3: Skip. Will we see a, a power five versus power five have a over under number above 80 this year? because in the past sometimes you'll get oldness versus somebody else you get huge Texas tech number. or somebody right yeah, yeah, yeah. right and, and like, like
4: you numbers. get an 82 like a Texas
1: 83, tech 83 maybe somebody I wonder yeah. if
2: you see like a 77 last year I think it was a high No oh, we got over 80. Yeah, I sure. wonder,
1: I if wonder if right USC three. or Oregon. I was just going to say USC
4: it would have to be USC yeah. because they can yeah. just put up points at will yeah. and they're going to want they're going to want to for Caleb's sake and why not? sure
2: for Caleb's yeah. sake. That's that's almost like a swear word, right? <laughs> for <laughs> Caleb's sake.
3: Sounds like a charity,
2: really. Yeah, 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 oh, really. I
3: like that. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. well, Rob, you think we're ready to talk about some week one best bets?
2: I think uh, week one best bets are probably in order. I will say this. I have one bet this week that I think is best bet. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, I'm I, just, I, I I was I was just gonna do. say I was gonna say take Louisville at seven and a half. Oh, right. I thought you were yeah. gonna talk about. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you. Guys, I thought the Kool Aid was being. Oh, thrown oh or... also, I think that uh, take Nebraska at seven right now. I think it's down to seven. Yeah. Take them at seven because they're going to win.
1: Started and at eight. And down yeah, to seven. so
2: they're going to win. They're right. I now, have a better seven. bet ahead for ahead. that game.
1: game. I have a better bet for that game. The under. I yes. Think it's forty-six. Right? Is that forty-six or forty-four? It's been yeah somewhere in that mid forties. Yeah, I would. That's a lock. It's under. They're not. They're not getting there. They're going to run the ball. The both defenses, I think, are a lot better than what people think. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a very low scoring How is that game. First to twenty. Nebraska's happy. First to 20. 20. twenty. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, Nebraska's going to win
0: fifty-two-seven. Well, that that, could, that, could, that I've seen just to six touchdowns. To so I, I, thoughts on the Wisconsin game oh. line? Oh, 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 oh yeah, 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 we'll get there. But I, I oh we can't see point. that from yeah. here. So
2: we're, okay. we're yeah, that's a comment. Thoughts on those? I think I
4: think what's crazy. 33 points were scored in the game last year is all. And I really wish I could remember what the over-under was going into that game. Mm -hmm. But that was a game where it was Logan Smothers and Purdy playing. And we only scored three points in the last three quarters. Mm -hmm. Yep, Pretty embarrassing. Low production on both sides because uh, Tanner wasn't playing the bowl game for Minnesota. And I think the thing that will be weird is I just don't see P.J. Fleck wanting to put this opening game... Into the hands of his quarterback yeah. in a passing game yeah. to your thought. Like he's yeah. going to run the ball whenever he's well, in well, doubt. Especially because of the
2: strengths of Nebraska this
4: year. So not knowing what this defense right? is going to throw at him, yep. right? He doesn't have and the this secondary of
1: Nebraska's defensive game tape mm-hmm.
4: from last year from the same yep. coaching staff to look on tape. Yep. It's first game of the year. Yep. He has no tape on this defense. He's got a yep. inexperienced Relatively yeah. quarterback, right? Yeah. Kind of leading the team for the first time. First game at home, he does not want to just start airing it I out and under- embarrass himself. Yeah. Like he wants to at yeah. least keep the game close yeah. till he can figure out some things to do. He doesn't oh, want to lose it early in the first half. I mean that's just, that's just
3: what sad. so is the is total is five. Is it forty four or forty
1: five? Do we know? I mean, maybe it's going to be 42-0, Nebraska. It's right now. Yeah, it's 43-and-a-half. Yeah, oh, oh it's wow, then it's dropped. Yeah. Oh,
3: okay, so, so, so I still so would still still
4: think People 14 are pounding the line right now as we see 20 yeah, right, 28-14 right, still yeah. 42 points. One at a time, guys.
3: Let's talk about the Wisconsin game. Yeah. Someone mentioned that. We want to give some insight on that. So Wisconsin-Buffalo. I've got on DraftKings 27-and-a-half by the Badgers over under 54-and-a-half. I think that's a big number. Yes, Wisconsin big. to win
1: by four touchdowns. I, I don't know Buffalo what is bringing,
3: but yeah. uh, I'll, I'll go with Biggest Jared
1: first. Yeah, I mean, I tend to, early in the season, always go against the big lines. I think, especially with all the turnover Wisconsin's had with coaches, mm-hmm. coaches, players, I mean, there's going to be some adjustment period there. Um, and Buffalo, I'm guessing those – Lower Power Five teams or whatever, they they usually are going to have a lot of seniors. They've got a lot of continuity, so um, I would tend to lay the points there. Or was it is that right? Take the, point? yeah. Take the points. Take the points, Take the yeah. points with Buffalo. Um, and I, I mean, honestly, there's very few teams early on that I'm going to bet the heavy, heavy favorites in those games. Maybe Michigan would be one. Super you know, where they're playing, team. yeah, like a directional, you know, Michigan or whatever they're playing, but. Yeah, there's just too many unknowns with Wisconsin, and maybe they're great, maybe they're awesome, but um, you're giving me 27 and a half points. Uh, I'm gonna hope Buffalo can keep it within that. Well, and it seems like to me, and tell me I'm wrong, but it seems like you're wrong. Wisconsin, right. probably, but Wisconsin
2: <laughs> seems to be getting a lot of credit for this new spread offense that they're bringing in, and I say new with an emphasis. And so, like a lot of these point totals that they're getting seem to be based off of that, and especially with. Um, well, like we're, we're gonna yeah. find out, right? Yeah. And, right. That, I mean, and that that certain. seems to me like okay, Vegas is like, oh, they're gonna be throwing the ball around a lot and this is you know, and so it
3: just seems like While again, still that, having a power run game. While still having a power because it's that was gonna pull off in the Big Ten, right, Hockey. Yeah. Like so
4: yeah, in those northern states. Uh, and
3: yeah, it's uh, kind of so easy to combo the Oregon speed and the Husk all the way in a Wait. second. Jeez, Frosty, oh. where are you? Oh God.
1: <laughs> too soon. All right,
3: uh, skip uh, other week one games that have you um have piqued your interest.
4: Oh, God. What let, let me throw one uh, out to your earth. I'm like Texas Tech at Wyoming. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned Outside, that
3: one. 14-point uh, What, what you, you said Wyoming is
4: hot. Hot what? garbage. Garbage.
3: Hot garbage. Yes, I
4: And I mean, <laughs> it's, skip to a, it's a hard rival. Yeah, of yeah that's a I sure. do feel bad for him and Coach Broyles. Anytime he gets anyone good there, they transfer out. Bowl. You know, a, a boil. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bull, Craig Bull, Craig Bull. Yeah, uh, in the transfer portal era, it's very hard to keep a Wyoming roster together because if you've been to Laram- Laramie, Wyoming, you understand why. But. These guys will have a pretty decent year, and they they have kids transferring out to Arizona State. I mean, to, to right. good school. So, seriously, so take, the Stop
3: is, for gas. take
4: Texas Tech.
3: Texas Tech is about a two two touchdown. Game, yeah. I got you. All right. Here, I'll throw be it out shocked if they don't. On win by Thursday four. night, at the same time that uh, oh, the Huskers oh, take on Minnesota, Florida, Utah, Florida, Utah. Mm. Um, Florida, at in, Utah. Florida at Utah. At Utah. So, Utah. Florida who is maybe six, six games. Zero
4: elevation. Zero
3: elevation in Gainesville. Going to Utah. Salt Lake But we State. don't know if Utah's Cam Rising, their starting quarterback, is playing or not. Mm-hmm. If he is playing, he's probably not 100%. Um, the, the line's been dropping. It was probably, what, eight or nine, and now it's around a touchdown or less. I'm actually taking... The, I thought
4: six and a half. Six
3: and a half. That's there four. you go. I'm taking this as the under 45 and a half because I just don't think these teams are going to score um, with all those factors.
4: Utah always puts a great defense out there. They got yeah. the altitude advantage. Um, remember who, uh, speaking of the Big Ten, who Florida's quarterback is? It's Graham Mertz. Yes. yes. Does anyone want him as your quarterback yeah. on your team? Wait,
2: what? Who did he play for last year? Wasn't it Wisconsin? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm curious too. Does anyone on the Florida roster actually know how to locate Utah on a map? Um, because I, mean, I don't. Rob, you know where how to look. Rob, Utah I don't think they're allowed. I, to – I absolutely do. They're they're the, they're the state, so no. state directly no. to the left of Colorado where I happen to live. Yes, and I drive through there all the time. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I but,
4: just, but I I also well, like the under- how many SEC know.
2: teams have crossed the the Mason Dixon line or the or the Mississippi to Not play a, a game like recently? Not often
4: they play in the mountain or. Hockey
0: First time in like thirty years since uh, Florida's left the state to play a non-conference conference game. game this yeah. this year. I want to say thirty yeah. years. Yeah. My God, that's that's states. like.
4: Let the state, alone the yeah. time
0: zone, that you left the state. That
4: That is, no, is three fifths of my life. That's crazy. On principle, I gotta bet Utah gets that. The last time well, that Utah, happened, Utah, the last Utah time that Utah
1: happened, to, I was twenty. Yeah, Utah went <laughs> to the swamp last year. <laughs> yeah. Utah went to the swamp last year and only lost by three.
3: Yeah. So I mean, Utah. It goes hard with unknown. I'm
4: still in hesitation. Yeah. Yeah. Cam yeah. yeah. I was, But that's why, like, if Cam really doesn't play or doesn't play well, because he's still getting, you know, back into playing, and then you got Graham Mertz on the other side, the under seems like a safe bet. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I'll throw another one out to you, Skip. I think we talked about this one on the plane. I already mentioned the the season one total here with Louisville, uh, seven and a half versus Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech transition year with a new coach. Uh, Same thing with Louisville, but Brom is going into a really good situation there. They lost Um, their –
1: unbelievable heisman trophy quarterback from last year oh you right yeah is, i mean <laughs> Georgia Tech. Said, yeah. you know
3: yeah 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 it's true i mean they yeah. can't recover from losing Jeff yeah. Sims, obviously mm-hmm. so i i, th- I think Lou the cupboard will-
4: is much more bare for that coaching change <laughs> at georgia tech um than what Braun's taken over mm-hmm. and uh, seven and a half points that well, we, we all we all bet that
2: so, so let's 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 close this out here and i think like what we, we what we should do instead of hot takes too i think we should give maybe some final score predictions for thursday night's game sure of nebraska minnesota i mean we could go through all the details everything like that yeah, maybe break preview. it down a little bit preview that yeah sure. so um skip i know that you were kind of looking over minnesota's you know, uh Minnesota's roster a little bit kind of checking stuff out, but they have like 15 starters coming back. I think they have like fifty-three lettermen coming 14, back or something. Yeah. Yeah, 13, 14, somewhere in that range. Rob, you know they're the golden gophers. I do know they're the golden gophers, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we used to run holes or uh, hoses down the gopher holes when I was a kid put them <laughs> out. And my mom would cut their heads off with brakes, like back in, that back in California. Yeah. So
3: let's let's yeah, let's the show. Let it <laughs> Uh, that's that's like a true story. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I would not. You might
4: want to be the professor. guest defensive coordinator. I'm yeah. Well, you
3: know. Um, I mean. So, all right. So, Minnesota, new starting quarterback. Yeah. Um, Ethan yeah, running back. No not off of a- production. A- 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 he's like the yeah. the the, the top receivers. Top running
2: back. They like, have seven returning starters on can offense. We, can we can offense. we
3: actually take a deeper dive on that, right, please? Yes, we can. Uh, so, uh, can we pronounce the quarterback's last name? Callie Manis, Manis. the Greek, Greek gunslinger, yes, right? So a- he a- actually something. came in in the second half last year against Nebraska, did relatively well, six or twelve. And and Can we just call him GG. It makes him sound so much softer. Sure. It's
1: one of those yeah. moments where you, you wouldn't
3: have injured Cameron. The, uh, <laughs> the the Minnesota coaching staff is pretty high on him, yeah. but he doesn't have that much playing time. I mean, a little bit of it was against Nebraska. We'll see how that plays out. Um, they have uh Chris Autumn Bell, who is in his seventh year as a wide receiver, been multiple injuries, mm-hmm. but he's back. Is he going
2: for his doctorate? I think so. Oh, yeah. Okay,
3: yeah. Um, and then uh, probably their biggest weapon is uh, their tight end, Span Ford, right? Over. Who has also been back for multiple mm-hmm. years. They have had a good line of tight ends here, actually. Um, and and he's going to be a, a problem. Yeah. We know we have some some defenders in space, I think, that mm-hmm. might be able to match up cool. okay with them. Um, and then, uh, running back wise, they lose Mo Ibrahim. Obviously, a big loss. And Potts, and with their
1: backup, he went to Penn State. Yeah, yeah,
3: right. But they got a transfer in from was a Western Michigan, yeah, I, I believe, so, yeah. uh, Tyler, who was pretty dynamic mm-hmm. there. So, I mean, Bigger, sure you probably know Minnesota better than anyone else here. I mean, what, what, do, what do you think about <laughs> yeah, I this, try, team this? I try year? not
1: to. Uh, I, <laughs> I got to hear it. I think the the fascinating thing about this this game for me is the Gophers played Syracuse in their bowl game last yeah. year. And our defense coordinator, Tony White, was there. Um, I so, think he'd
3: actually already left at that point. Had he?
1: I think okay. so. It was an okay. Interim. Gotcha.
3: Okay. Yeah. But it was
1: thing so, 3 3 five. And so, so his one. assistant is now on the Minnesota staff. So that was kind of an oh, interesting uh, dynamic uh, that they, they've got that. So, yeah, I think that's fascinating. I think, obviously, their quarterback, who's new, played against that Syracuse defense last year. So they've got something there. But, I mean, I think it's going to come down to the line play on both sides of the ball. Uh, the Gophers' O-line is – Last year, they had NFL guys on there. Those guys are gone. Um, I think Nebraska's O-line, everybody's saying it's gotten a lot better. I want to believe when I see it. So I'm I'm hoping that that is true, that they've gotten bigger and they've gotten wiser. Um, And the leading tackle for the Gophers, I believe, was their defensive lineman last year. He is back. So he could be a handful for our O-line to deal with. So I really think it's going to come down. Both teams want to run the ball. Um, and I think both teams want to establish that early and often, mm-hmm. and it's going to come down to which line is getting the push up front. Is it their D line versus our O line or is it our D line versus their O line? Yeah. We've yeah, had some nightmare games against
3: yeah. this offense. Yeah. And, that,
1: and that I think it was game. that 2020 game when they came down with like Five 12 blips, players and, and they had like, I think they literally had the ball. I think it was like all but one series mm-hmm. in the second quarter. It mm-hmm. was unreal. Like they just – walk the ball down the field just one yard at a time it felt like. On the other side of the ball. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I lost so much money on that On (laughs) on the other side of the ball, how do
3: you think we can attack the Minnesota defense? Because actually, I mean, like Big Ten West, I mean, it's a really kind of an equal division, right? I mean the the difference outside of like Northwestern and even I mean Purdue won last year Mm -hmm. and they're like pretty much uniform the six, you know, in the sixth spot this year. One through five, there's not a big difference, right? And, you know, the the Illinois defense got a lot of pub last year. They got in a big run. It looked like they were going to win the West, and they kind of faltered. Minnesota's defense was really good last year. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're talking
1: like a top 20 type defense. Top five scoring, I think. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, what what do you think the the Satterfield offense is going to do to try to kind of crack that code?
1: I I think it's going to come down to our tight end. So, I think Fedoni, who everybody has been waiting to see this kid play, I think he's just a stud. Um, I think he's going to be, could potentially have a really big game. Um, Jeff Sims, I think is going to need to be at his absolute best. Mm -hmm. Um, We can't turn the ball over. We know that against Minnesota, you just can't turn a ball over. If you don't turn the ball over against Minnesota and you get a lead, you're going to win almost every game against them. They cannot come back. If you look at the history under PJ Fleck, they do not come back. Except against Nebraska. <laughs> they do not come back when they get down by 10 points against anybody. He's done those one- were
4: against different right. Nebraska That's right. coaches. That's right. the difference. That's right.
1: That's right. In all seasons, that was the first time in PJ's career at the Gophers that he came back from down 10 in any game Wow! Yeah. against Nebraska. the, Rath- the first time he's ever done that. So if yeah, we can get out and we can sense. get a lead and we don't turn the ball over, yeah, I think we win this game. Yeah, I really do. Fair. I think that's what it comes down. I know that's all cliche. Don't turn the ball over. But in a game against PJ's Gophers, it is so imperative that we hold on to the ball and we don't make mistakes and we don't shoot ourselves in the foot. We just can't do that. We only scored – I mean, we could have scored 21 points
4: and won the six. game last year. Yeah. So that yeah.
1: straight. Three, three and out. That's six straight. Not a big
4: ask yeah. for mm-hmm. a new yeah. – coaching mm-hmm. staff yeah a new quarterback who's not even like new right this isn't like mm-hmm. his first time thrown wall. this quarterback's got mm-hmm. experience i mean i'm I know, not asking for like score 21 and win yeah i think with both of the turnovers for both schools on offense i, I, think, and I defense, think they're relatively the same teams yeah. coming in except hopefully a much more competent coaching staff mm-hmm. and the Some of the people we have replacing, some of the people that are gone. Yeah, still have a lot more. So so I would say like,
2: wouldn't that be like the one unknown though? Then. The Nebraska offense, right? Because nobody yeah. really knows what's yeah. going to happen. We know what flex teams look like on both sides of the ball. We know what the three. They know what the three three five defense looks it's like. It's a great right. wild card. So, so the one wild card is, is what our offense is actually going to be compared to what everyone thinks it's going to yeah. be, and and nobody really has any that's tape sure on what that's going to be. It's in this burned season. us twice on and, the other end. The and I would say the, the advantage the that, that Rule has is that he is bringing, and I know. He didn't have the best success in the NFL, but one of the things he did bring from there is just some understanding of like some play calling, some clock management, some things that exist in the NFL that are different from college. Oh, with the, know the, new the new clock. With the new clock. He knows it. So he understands. <laughs> okay. And, and that's seriously, that was my point. Thank you, Skip. But like, so
1: that's my point. So he understands that. So that could be the one wild card. Do we know Marcus Washington's plan? playing? Have we heard of it yet I do him? not. He he
4: is, like, okay. Playing? okay. I've, I've seen Ambrose. Okay. I think that's a huge wow. deal to have okay. with Marcus. Can confirm Eric Gilbert. No. No.
0: Eric Gilbert
2: no. is not no. playing, no. and that's all we'll say about no. it. That's all I got to say. About
4: I think that. the thing, like, um, so we got burned with a new coach at the season opener versus Illinois two years ago. Got burned that's with true. a new coach. It's our turn. Our first game. It's our turn. Against Mel Tucker. Three years ago, right? Oh, well, don't bring because it down. was our first game. Because not out, 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 out; it yeah. wasn't their first game. Oh yeah, the Sure, sure, sure. we're on the opposite end. now. We're the one with the new coach we're playing a veteran coach who sure. may I like not that logic. I like be that. ready for what we have to bring in that season opener, and that's my cup of
1: Kool-Aid tea. <laughs> to mm-hmm. not get over excited one of my favorite bets and this is going to go against everything that rob believes in but it's called the emotional hedge bet yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i love mm-hmm. this bet i and i'd like to just get know. a shout out to scott Frost because he made me a lot of money
3: <laughs> over the course of the last
1: four years i wish i didn't have any of that money but i do um but yeah i i have to because if i if they like they lose the gophers for me and Jim, who live here, the next 365 days sure. until we play, it's just sure. the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, no Emotional headroom. I, I do get that one. At yeah, yeah. least
4: <laughs> you should go home with a $100. Exactly. See you in your pocket. <laughs> exactly. Right, Stop and the blow. So, so, Dave, what do you think?
3: Well, you know, um over making game predictions. Um, you know, I mean, I've been pretty consistent on saying that I think Nebraska is going to get to uh, – to a bowl this year. Um, if they win uh, on Thursday night, that's going to make it a lot easier. So what's your prediction, Dave? Um, I, I, I think this one is a little bit too much to bite off. I, I feel good about the CU game. I say Minnesota is going to carry the day
4: 24-20.
0: Mm. Skip?
4: That's, boy, that's right on the over-under there, Dave. Sounds like I looked at some numbers there. Hey, Skip? Oh, boy. I, 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 I don't want to be the... Weird guy who says, "Well, I can see this going both ways." Like, but I would, I not be shocked in the least if Nebraska wins by fourteen. I'd be like, "Yeah, we, we listening to Honky all year. I saw all those We're, stories. We are more play. talented." But I also wouldn't be shocked if we lost by thirteen. Going, it's a completely new staff with all these new players. Like, I can justify both ends of sure.
2: like, those score. Okay, final predictions.
4: But man, I think the difference is our quarterback can run when a play breaks down with some questionable and line the play will keep running. over Minnesota's and can keep some drives and stuff going. And we've got some running backs to keep plugging in there if they really want to play that game. So I'm going to say 24-17 uh, Nebraska.
2: Okay. Just, and and I wasn't going to give a prediction, but I'm actually right on the same page. That That is my prediction, 24-17 Nebraska. Oh. Um, so – you Know we'll see how that goes, Jer.
1: 18 thanks. 17 Gophers, <laughs> ugly, <woo. game>. <laughs> ugly game, 18 17 Gophers. That's the most biggest three miss like, extra it's points. That's gonna be pain <laughs> or six goggles. And the only reason I'm doing that emotional bet, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, so I want to know. I'm, I'm wrong, wrong too. So, so. I, it, on, in all honesty, I think it is gonna be a very close game. I think it's gonna come down to the fourth quarter. Matt Rule has been preaching the fourth quarter. Um, yeah. so hopefully that pays off and spades for us. Um, and it's, I honestly, it's going to come down to turnover and quarterback play. That's yeah. that's the whole game. Hey, so you good. watch that and you're going to know who's winning. All right.
2: So that's all of our predictions for the game. I think so. a so great. Yeah. And, um, you know, tomorrow night, if you're in Minnesota tomorrow night, we will be over at lion's pub, not the lions club lions pub <laughs> watching the volleyball game after, uh, we have ourselves a nice dinner over at Manny's steakhouse here in Minneapolis. Um, And so if you guys want to come out and join us for there, also, we're going to have our um, 831 crossover game day preview with the No Block, No Rock podcast from 12 to 3 on game day before we head over to some tailgates on uh, Thursday afternoon prior to the game. Um, And uh, with that being said, let's get started. I'm not going to do a parting shot tonight. Skip, give us a parting shot.
4: Oh, parting shot. Uh, I think Dave makes a great comeback tomorrow. He had a solid back nine today. I really <laughs> think he pushes Rob. He really it's, pushes Rob oh, to get that money back of the Nassau.
1: And but, I get in on the game tomorrow. Uh, Jared's oh. just going to sweep the floor because yeah.
4: he's on his home court. Nice home cook. And he's like Georgia going for a 3 p. It's going to be a walk in the park. <laughs> Skip, yeah, you know, a lot of volatility there, you know. You know, if he can stay healthy with those approach shots, he's, he's got a –
2: yeah, You yeah, look, you look profit, good today, Skip. I'm not going
4: to lie. You look enough,
2: good, you look good today. Hopefully I can find my swing tomorrow, and, and you better watch out.
3: Dave. Uh, I don't do parting shots, Rob. You're about to do one. Give yeah, me one, uh, Dave. Give it to let's, me. Let's just thanks, Vegas, Jair, for the hospitality. Yeah, um, great time here, and uh, really looking forward to the next two days with uh, the Redcast crew. Going to be awesome. Go right. Mac. Just
2: kidding. Mac's in the background mm-hmm. over here the whole time. So, they're good. All right. Well, as tradition, parting shot, Jared. I'm I'm letting you give us Love the it. parting shot because you are the guest tonight. My
1: parting shot is Husker volleyball. It is going to be so awesome tomorrow. I cannot wait to watch that. Um, those ladies are going to just put on a show, and what a great night for Husker sports, Husker University, and Nebraska. Everything, the whole state. It's going to be um, nationally televised, and man, it is just going to be a spectacle and I think it's going to be something that's going to be talked about nationally all over uh, ESPN. Whatever you want to watch, it's going to be talked about. It's going to be something awesome. So go Huskers tomorrow on volleyball. Absolutely.
3: All right, guys. Thursday, great Section
1: 207. 207.
3: 207. Look for us. In read it. Read it. Yes,
1: section we
4: 207. Come right. find us. They're going to us.
1: be a block. They're uh, going to be easy to find. <laughs> give us shelter from the storm. <laughs> we'll send you a QR code, everyone. Much, <laughs> like tonight, much like tonight, I won't be wearing They'll be heads. in red with oars over their heads. <laughs> all right.
4: Then. We're eating breakfast. <laughs> We're conversations.
0: Um, <laughs> Loud noises. <yeah>.
3: All right, <laughs> guys.
4: All right. All
3: right. <laughs> Everybody calm down here. All right. Uh, all right. Great show, guys. Really had a good time. All right. Uh, for now, let's call that a Go Big Redcast. Go Big Red. give
0: A Heard at Sports Network Production.